Hey everyone, I just wanted to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. My name is Lauren and I just work here. (laughs) Hello everyone, my name is Lauren and I just work here. Honestly, nothing has been going on for me this week, so I'm just going to get right into it today. But before I do, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who listens to me on the weekly. You can find me on so many different podcasting platforms now. It's not even funny. And honestly, I'm just really proud of myself with how much work I've put into this. And I still have a long way to go, but I'm very proud of myself for how far I've come in the short amount of time that I have been doing this. And if any of y'all have content suggestions, feel free to find me on Instagram at Lauren Meredith Model or on Twitter at Lauren with an A and tell me what you want to hear because I'm definitely open to talking about what you guys want me to talk about and everything like that. I'm on a roll with the space stuff this week and since SpaceX was supposed to set launch this week on Wednesday but it got postponed to either Saturday or Sunday that's what I wanted to talk about today because quite frankly I don't know much about SpaceX and a St. Louis native will be on SpaceX going up to ISS International Space Station I have a lot of STL pride and I'm so unapologetic about it. So without wasting any more time, here is everything I could find on SpaceX. And as usual, all of my resources will be in the show notes. So if you're interested and want to know more about SpaceX, be sure to check out the show notes. And yeah. So, I love astronomy and space. I've been to the Johnson Space Center in Houston, Texas. I took a tour there. I did all the fun stuff there. And I've seen a space launch from Cape Canaveral. I was stupid little at that point for the launch from Cape Canaveral, but I still remember it and it was really cool. So, naturally, I've been going apeshit over all this this week. So SpaceX is the shortened word or phrase, I don't really know what you want to call it, for Space Explorations Technology Corporation. It was founded in 2002 by Elon Musk, who we all know and love as the guy who did Tesla created Tesla cars, whatever. Words are hard and I just work here. It is headquartered in Hawthorne, California. 
and their goal is to reduce the cost of space transportation to start colonization on Mars. Now, SpaceX has several different rockets, and so I'm just going to kind of go through them and all about them and all things SpaceX. So the first rocket is called Falcon 9. Falcon 9 has had 83 total launches, 44 total landings, and 31 total reflown rockets. It is a reusable two-stage rocket. It's the world's first orbital-class reusable rocket, and it's designed to refly the most expensive parts of the rocket to help keep the cost down. Now, if you guys don't know anything about like rockets or NASA or anything, don't get me wrong, I'm not the expert here, but like I said, it is something that has always piqued my interest, so I do know a little bit about two-stage rockets. So, um, I didn't really look that up online. It's just something that I, it's knowledge that I learned along the way and I've retained. So, a two-stage rocket means that there are two parts to the rocket and the two parts fit together kind of like a puzzle piece, I guess you can think about it that way or maybe like a ball and joint so kind of like your shoulder joint or your hip joint where there's like a socket and then the ball fits right into the socket and during initial launch the two parts are together so once both pieces hit a certain altitude after launching the lower piece which is like the really long piece that you see on the rocket it disconnects and a second set of propulsion i guess you could say launches the top piece which is the more like rounded or egg shaped depending on the rocket a second set of propulsion launches the top piece the rest of the way into orbit and into outer space so that's a little bit about falcon 9 then there's another one called falcon heavy and it is the world's most powerful rocket. It has three total launches, seven total landings, and f um, has had four reflown rockets. Now, the SpaceX website didn't explain all of these numbers. Obviously, I understand the launches and the reflown rockets, but I don't understand how there can be more landings than launches. The SpaceX website didn't explain that, so don't ask me. <laughs> ask Elon or someone smarter than me, because I just work here. <laughs> it's called Heavy because it can lift a shit ton into orbit. And by shit ton, I mean 64 metric tons. And if you're like me and didn't know exactly how heavy 64 metric tons is... That is 141,000 pounds. So, that's a lot of fucking weight. <laughs> Falcon Heavy is made up of three Falcon 9 engines. 
and I'm not trying to get too confusing or anything, but I really wanted to go into all of these engines for Falcon Heavy just so you can get the, the gist of exactly how big this thing is. So one Falcon 9 engine has nine Merlin engines, and when put together, they form, they perform as one engine. So, therefore, one Falcon Heavy rocket has a total of 27 individual engines. And when they're all put together, it makes up the three Falcon 9 engines. And all of these engines generate over 5 million pounds of thrust at liftoff. And that's equal to... 18 747 aircraft at full power. <laughs> and that's just a lot. So if any of you have been on an airplane before, think about, you know, 18 Boeing 747 aircrafts. Uh, taking off at once, and then you have the Falcon Heavy. <laughs> and under the Falcon Heavy tab on the SpaceX website, which is where I got the majority of my information, there is a video of the first Falcon Heavy launch. Yes, it is. This is the launch where Elon basically said, fuck you to everyone and sent a Tesla into space. I can't imagine the amount of fuck you money that Elon Musk has, but, you know, good on him. He's an entrepreneur and just a dog. <laughs> but if all of this wasn't put into enough perspective for you, here's a little bit more. The Falcon Heavy can lift a fully loaded Boeing 737 jetliner complete with passengers, luggage, and fuel into orbit. Just let that sink in. <laughs> Has it sunk in yet? Probably not, because it still hasn't sunk in for me. Now, the rocket that they were going to launch on Wednesday of this week is the Dragon. So the Dragon is, like I said, it's the rocket that's being launched into space. It was supposed to be launched on Wednesday, but they'll still be launching the Dragon rocket on Saturday or Sunday, weather depending. So Dragon has 22 total launches. It has 21 visits to the International Space Station, ISS. Um, it has been through nine reflown missions. The max capacity is seven humans, and I wanted to specify humans because we all know at this point that animals have been sent into space and now a Tesla Model X car. <laughs> so the max capacity is seven humans. It is currently the only spacecraft flying that can bring significant amounts of cargo back to Earth. The, and it's the first and currently the only private spacecraft so meaning like privately owned, so we didn't have to rely completely on NASA for this. And this will be the first time since 2011 NASA will take 
American astronauts to the International Space Station on a U.S.-made craft. And I think we all know how I feel about U.S.-made and everything like that. Stimulate the economy. (laughs) There's also a video under the Dragon tab on the SpaceX website that shows the parachute system for re-entry to Earth. I didn't watch it, but if you're interested, it is there. There is another rocket called Starship that is currently being engineered, created, I don't fucking know, whatever word you want to use, but it is going to be fully, a fully reusable transport system. It's in the process of being built and will be the world's most powerful launch vehicle ever created. It didn't give any sort of specs or anything like that, so I won't be able to speak to that for real. But Starship will be able to carry 100 metric tons to Earth orbit, so that's 36 metric tons more than the Falcon Heavy. Holy fucking shit. That's just, I can't even fathom that. Starship will be able to deliver satellites farther and at a lower marginal cost per launch over the current Falcon rockets. And this thing is going to be fucking huge and will be able to transport space telescopes and those those bitches are huge. Like, huge. Starship will be able to dock to ISS, International Space Station. I think I'm just going to call it ISS from now on if I have it in my notes anywhere else because I don't feel like saying International Space Station and I think we would all at this point know what I mean if I say ISS. So there's that. (laughs) And they're looking to take people um, back to the moon in Starship. And if we ever get get to the interplanetary shit, Starship will be big enough to take people and significant amounts of cargo to Mars for those that will colonate Mars. I don't, personally, I don't think this will happen at least in my lifetime, but I guess we'll see. And... Starship will be able to decelerate upon Mars landing using aerodynamics. Again, it didn't really say much about that, but there's that bit of information. And the heat shield is being designed to withstand multiple entries. to talk to y'all about an awesome U.S.-made brand that I just recently teamed up with. It's a company called Southern Red Clothing Co. out of Augusta, Georgia. Represent the life you live in their t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and more. They even have hunting contests for adults and youth. The staff is friendly and they're always interacting with people on social media. Go to southernbreadclothing.com today and use code LAUREN10 to save 10% on every order. That's Lauren10 on southernbreadclothing.com. Lauren10 on southernbreadclothing.com. 
The first private space passenger will take flight in 2023 in a week-long mission and will and that will help the funding of Starship Super Heavy, which I guess is going to be another rocket even bigger than Starship. But this was the only mention of Super Heavy on the SpaceX website. And it is going to be an important step in quote-unquote regular people in going to outer space. The SpaceX website did list the name of the person that will be going into space. However, it is a foreign name and I am very what's the word? Ignorant, I guess you could say, and I don't want to butcher the name, but it is listed on the SpaceX website, and I can tell you that this gentleman is um, a world-renowned art, I think it said collector or curator, um, and he's also very big into the fashion industry. So there's that. And from the start, SpaceX was intended to take quote-unquote regular people into space. They're looking to orbit Earth, visit ISS, go to the moon, Mars, and beyond. And I keep saying quote-unquote regular people, and I'll get, you'll see why in this next point that I'm about to make. Which comes to rideshare. The rideshare program for SpaceX is starting as low as $1 million. You heard that right. Rideshare starting at $1 million. Did I say that uh, SpaceX started with regular people in mind? I did say that, right? I'm not being crazy. No? Okay. To be honest, I stopped looking at this tab after I read as low as $1 million. So that's all I have on the rideshare for that. There are uh, four, I can't uh, count apparently, (laughs) there are three, not four, there are three SpaceX facilities. The building facility is in California, the testing facility is in Texas, and launches happen in California, Texas, and Florida. SpaceX was set to launch from Cape Canaveral in Florida on Wednesday, May 27th at 4.33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think by now we all know this because by the time this podcast comes out, it's not Wednesday anymore, but just in case you've been living under a rock. The mission was called off with a few minutes until launch due to inclement weather. And they're set to relaunch on Saturday, May 30th at 3.22 Eastern Standard Time. So Florida time, if you're listening and you're not in the U.S. So 3.22 p.m. Florida time. And if the weather isn't good enough on Saturday at that time to launch, then they'll try again on Sunday, May 31st at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if the weather is bad on Saturday and Sunday, then who knows when they'll be able to launch again. Anything that I've seen so far has not said if they have a plan D. 
I mean, I'm sure they do because it's NASA and they're launching people into space, but nothing is published online and I haven't heard anything about what they would do if they have to call off completely. And as I mentioned at the very beginning of the episode, one of the astronauts is from St. Louis. His name is Robert. He goes by Bob. So Bob L. Benkin, I think is how you pronounce his name. He's the commander. So he'll be the guy sitting in like the driver's seat, if you will. You don't really drive a rocket, but uh, yeah, think of it that way, I guess. He's a 49-year-old retired United States Air... United... Fuck, I can't talk per usual... He's a 49-year-old retired United States Air Force colonel. He has his PhD in mechanical engineering, and he joined NASA in 2000. And that's pretty much all I have on SpaceX and the rockets and the launches and, you know, all those good and fun and fresh things. I hope that wasn't too boring for you guys, but honestly, looking into the different rockets and stuff, for me at least, was pretty cool. So, as always, I wanted to let y'all know what else is going on besides Miss Rona. And this week, at least, SpaceX. So, in other news, Minneapolis is turning into Ferguson. And if you've been living under under a rock, then here's what's been going on in Minneapolis. But hopefully we are all aware of what is going on. But people are looting Target and other businesses in quote-unquote protest over the death of George Floyd. And um, I use the word protest very loosely. That's why I said quote-unquote because that is obviously not protesting. That is using crime as an excuse for more crime, and that is not right. And I lived through the whole Michael Brown Ferguson stuff. I live very close to Ferguson. So, yeah. The only thing I'm going to say about this, because I have no business getting into it, honestly is that looting and destroying your town is not going to change anything. On the news today, I heard that they started to burn down buildings and stuff, so it's quite literally turning into another Ferguson deal. And I live so close to Ferguson and saw all that bullshit firsthand, and it was really scary. And let me tell you guys... The majority of people that were doing that were not from St. Louis. They gave St. Louis an extremely bad name. And if you know anything about St. Louis or Ferguson, Ferguson is is such a beautiful town. And it's very, like, rustic and a lot of brick. It is an older town. Um, meaning, like, it's been around a long time, not necessarily there are, like, old people there. It's got a very wide demographic. There are a lot of neat, um, locally owned restaurants that I go to all the time. 
and the people that live in Florissant that were protesting were actually doing peaceful protests. They were not the ones looting. They were the ones begging for people to leave and stop destroying the town. So if you want to change something, looting and setting fire and destroying your town is not how you're going to get it done. Obviously, this is something extremely tragic and things do need to change. And I want to give my prayers to George Floyd's family and friends and all of Minneapolis at this time. But on a lighter note, I kind of don't even want to say this because that was such a serious thing that I just said. But uh, I don't know, conflicted. Whatever, I already... I already fed it to you guys. So, in a lighter note, Disney World is set to open back up on July 11th, and I couldn't be more happy about that. I feel like shit just putting that in there after that seriousness that I just said about the looting and stuff. I feel grimy now. Sorry. (laughs) But this week was boring, apparently, because SpaceX and Minneapolis is all that really happened, So, I guess it's time for my Scorpio scope. And, as always, I did not read this beforehand. And I get my daily horoscope from horoscope.com. So, the Scorpio scope for today, May 28th, is... The gentle winds of change are blowing through your world at the moment, Scorpio. You have a feeling of newness and an open attitude towards what's happening out there. Even the bad news has a silver lining if you know where to look. Certain events will be coming up to give you the impression that you're advancing in a concrete manner toward a new life. You can expect some pleasant surprises. So, that's obviously a very good horoscope. Um, I guess I just have to try and play devil's advocate and look at the other side of things, uh, that are coming up in my life and just be open-minded and stuff. So that's my horoscope. (laughs) But that's weak. Shit. (laughs) That's it for this week, y'all. I find this kind of stuff so inter- interesting and I love learning about space and what's going on with NASA. I definitely didn't know that much about SpaceX before I started doing my research and I think how parts of the rockets are reusable and completely manufactured in the U.S. is really cool. And honestly, if you've been around long enough, you'll know that I'm here for sustainability and all things made in the U.S., but the whole rideshare thing, man, like, shit. But hopefully I didn't bore anyone since I was mainly just talking about the rockets and all that fun stuff. To me, it's fun. But something like this is so historic and Let's be honest, 2020 is proving to be a pretty historic year for all of us over here. So be sure to subscribe so y'all never miss an episode. I put in a lot of work last week trying to get myself out on 
to other podcasting platforms so everyone can listen um, pretty much anywhere and you're not going to be limited as to where you can find me. So you can find me on a ton of different podcasting platforms now, including Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Red Circle, and the new one I just found out today is called Bullhorn. Never even heard of that, but way to go. Bullhorn. Woohoo! Seriously, y'all, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it, like, way more than you know. Please subscribe to hear more of what I have to say each week, and please tell all your friends to listen and subscribe as well. It would really, really, really help me out. Be sure to check me out on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Meredith 2 and at Lauren Meredith Model. And you can find me on Twitter at Lauren with an A. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Lauren and I just work here.